Ice Spice is just cheeks. And as we start this episode, welcome to the Dorts and Stuff podcast, where perfect Asian men gather together to talk about the things that we love. And we cook, we clean, Bible study every day, and we wait until marriage to have relations. As Sasha tried to catch me lacking. You almost caught me lacking. You almost did. You almost did. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking you know, about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't. You, you see what you what you trying to do? You trying to make me seem like I'm the coon oh, of this crew? Oh wait, wait, wait! You said cheeks. I thought you said check. So you told me to check the. Uh, oh, my, oh, uh, uh, oh, 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 so, oh, so, wait, so you were you talking about cheeks? I was talking about uh, a perfect Haitian man's obligation to stay pure. That's what I was talking about. I was the cheeks. I would never, ever, ever, ever talk about such a thing. Sasha, I, th- I thought you were my brother, Sasha. I thought you you over here trying to catch me lacking. What's wrong with cheeks? They yeah. make a nice like facial Man, structure. Man, I can't, bro, nigga, I like... can't stand you. I can't, I can't stand you, nigga. That's I'm confused <laughs> as to what you're talking about. <laughs> like, you gonna, you gonna to... act like your mind's so pure, like you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. You don't. Oh, oh. yo, cheeks are part of the face. Like That's when you true. smile, your cheeks go up. When you frown, your cheeks go down. It, yeah. it makes sense. So That's, I don't know. That, that's. Uh, I guess you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I, I know. I have to. I'm, you know, that's that's one thing I realize I have to work on. I have to just realize when I'm wrong and just you know not die on the hill that I that I set upon. So you know what, Sasha, you're right. You're a thousand percent correct. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, but I do not appreciate the fact you tried to record me. Actually, you did record me eating chicken and. You look at it. Whatever, bro. Whatever. I was. This man said chicken can. Probably bring about world peace. It can bring world peace. Everybody, yo, unless you're vegan or vegetarian, everybody loves chicken. I have not met one person who said, man, I can't stand chicken. Now, there might be certain parts of the chicken that people don't like, like maybe the chicken breast because it's dry or. It shouldn't be dry, but yes, continue. Yeah, or whatever. But everybody universally, like like I said, for instance, if even if. Like you gave a race the most racist person a piece of chicken. They'd be like, Man, he 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 a nigger, but you know what? He know how to season the chicken. He sure know how to cook a chicken. I love that chicken. See, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, the, the the chicken itself, this bird, God knew he was doing. This bird is universally loved by all animals in the animal kingdom that eat meat. Every single one. If you if you give them a chicken, alive or dead, they're gonna devour that shit. And now the question is, do chickens eat chicken? You know, I saw, I don't typically think so, but I did see a video where it's like they, this dude was giving out pieces of chicken and the chickens were eating like the other, like the pieces of the dead chicken. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he bred them a certain way to make them like chicken, but chickens are tend to be, uh, they don't tend to be carnivores at all, but Sometimes, but if there's like a weaker looking one within like the, I don't want to say the batch. What's the word? Like in the hen house, mm-hmm. they'll tend to attack it and kill it. Are you I serious? Yeah. I don't know if they eat it per se, but they tend to kill it. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? That's serious. Damn. Yeah. Not even chickens like chickens. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. I had no idea that. Yeah, so if there's one that's sick, it, it just like is weak or not, I guess like. I guess laying enough eggs, mm-hmm. they will tend to like be violent towards it and kill it. That's wild. I actually did not know that. That that's actually a very very interesting fact. Yeah. Thank you for the fun fact. You're so, welcome. And 
I feel like we got to go crazy next week. Like, well, not crazy in like a, a, a like a the typical sense, but since it's Haitian Flag Day, like I feel like I got to be more Haitian than usual in the next episode. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that looks like just yet, but uh, I already got the Haitian the the bandana because Haitian Flag Day is May 18th, and uh, I'm trying to remember what our topic is next week. What our topic is next week? We'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Because I, oh. I remember updating it. Uh, it was the best slash most impactful. Du- oh, duo, du- uh, duo protagonist or yeah. duo antagonist? Yeah. I split it up between um between years. So I said 2000, 2010, and then 2011 to 20. That's interesting. That's only really an interesting topic in terms of anime. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's definitely going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. I can't wait for that topic. Honestly. I, I think splitting it up is better because it's not like. This person's better than all of them in this time period. Mm-hmm. This was the best like dual protagonist. And what makes this it, what makes this debate so interesting is that it's it really is all about perspective. That's why I love these kind of debates because there's no real right answer. Even though you'll go on TikTok and people are like, "Oh my god, this is the definite thing." But at the end of the day, like it's perspective. It really is perspective and if you're able to give good reasonings and logic for your reason i'm all for it like i i really because again i'm i am just a total fan of anime in general and the things that it can offer and like that's what like for me anime is like music like it's very very hard to say who the best artist of all time is who the best um what the best album because again at the end of the day it's all perspective now i agree that something can be universally for the most part be considered good like anime or music but to break it down to like one specific one exactly it's 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 hard to say oh it's the best like that's why i like debates like who the best rapper alive like to ever exist i think that is like such a difficult conversation because um when i was at my uh residency from my from my class yeah and they were saying oh you know what's your favorite song and i'm like that's hard, like <laughs> you know, because can't just have one. Like, it, no, exactly, because like for instance, like your favorite song can really vary by the day. Like for instance, Chloe Bailey. I know I joke about how much I love Chloe Bailey, but I don't like think you joke, bro. I think you're dead serious. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Am I wrong? Uh, huh? Am I wrong? No. No okay. comment. Anyway. But <laughs> no, but her song, like for instance, in peace I think her that song In Pieces is a dope song. Like I love that song. Like um In Pieces, um, the literal song, mm-hmm. even though the album's called In Pieces and she has a song called In Pieces. That's like I was jamming that song for like a week straight. Like that shit that was my shit. Trying to mentally prepare for the concert. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well not for, not for just for the concert. It's yeah. funny because after the concert, I actually enjoyed her even more because she's a fucking she can perform. Mm-hmm. Like she's like and it's it's one of those things where I, like one of those artists like you know when an artist doesn't sell well and mm-hmm. you and you're like oh my god what's wrong with the artist but then when you actually see them live you're like oh shit it really doesn't make sense why they didn't sell it, it, no not only that but then the album makes more sense oh, when yeah. you see them perform live you're like oh shit like it hits this, different yeah this is like it's a completely different experience watching that person perform than when you're just hearing it on the radio, like for for instance, you're just going to work, you're just trying to have time go by, and you just listen to it. You're not listening to it as closely, mm-hmm. and 
it's funny. I found myself liking like to pimp a butterfly for Kendrick was the same way for me because I was just listening to it. But when you go back, you're like, oh shit, like really this is deep. this is actually a deep album. Yeah. But okay, we've done enough enough nonsense. So well, one more piece of nonsense is uh, I want to play Tears of the Kingdom so bad. I really do, but. I want to beat um, Breath of the Wild first. Yes. So I've been playing Breath of the Wild. Well, I didn't play this past week because I was I was in New Hampshire, so I was basically playing God of War Ragnarok. I, that 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 fucking sick bar the cold or whatever. <laughs> I do not understand how I'm supposed to fight three niggas at once, all of whom can kill me in one hit, and they throw unblockables on top of that. It would move that track. That mm, that yo out. I was punching the air. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was punching the air. I was so mad, and then and then Carl and Nikki over here trolling me. It just made me even more mad. I'm just like, you do not. <laughs> I'm like, Yo, I was in tears. I'm like, you do not understand. <laughs> no, I was so mad. I think I told told Nikki to go fuck a thousand cows or some shit like that. I was so mad. <laughs> you verbatim told him, "I hope you choke on a thousand cow dicks." Yes. And you told everyone else, shut the fuck up. And if you're, no, if you're going to help, talk. If you're not, shut the fuck up. And I think you said choke on some raccoon schlongs. I don't know. I probably would be some shit that I would say. I was in tears because I was just like, bro. No, this 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 is deep. No, no, no. Because you don't know. Because just, okay. So just imagine you're fighting a boss, right? You're fighting a boss. And you know, like normally when you have a boss fight, you maybe it lasts a minute or two and then you die. And then at, at the very <laughs> least, you can get some things from that battle and you'll be like, okay, this is why I messed up. This is why I messed up. I need to do this better. Nigga, I'm not even, it's not even lasting 20 seconds, bro. I'm dying in 20 seconds or less because I'm trying to fight three dudes at once that can all kill me on one hit and they're throwing unblockables and i'm i'm just like yo so i just so and then mind you it gets me even madder because like the restart take like when when it's loading for you to restart it's taking like 15 to 20 seconds so i'm getting even more pissed because i'm just like it's taking a while for me to fight him again and i have to repeat the process dying in 20 seconds some of it's even less some i'm dying in like five seconds and i'm just like (laughs) so you're a one pump shot yeah exactly yeah exactly i was so I'm just pissed. I'm just so mad. But oh, I was just like, you know what? Maybe my gear and my levels is not high enough. So maybe I just got to upgrade and, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm just going to progress through the other things that I can control and just come back. But you, know, you have no idea. I was fighting this nigga for two days. Two days. Just and Have with, you won yet? No. I, I No, I was not. Nah, I had to stop because it, it was getting me angry. It was getting me flustered. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going to. Because. Oh, that's funny. Because in games. I like to, uh, I like to get everything mm-hmm. up my stats and then overwhelm everybody. That's just how I roll. So, but, but when I do face a boss, I'm very stubborn because I will not, I will literally not stop until you die. But I'm, but at this fight, it's not even like, like I said, it's not even like two minutes yeah. or three minutes where I'm like, okay, I'm close or I'm halfway. Or, okay, this is what I can do better. I'm literally dying in ten seconds or less. Literally, like I'm, it's not, it's not even close. Like it, it, it's, it's this. This dude comes up, and then if if I'm focusing on him, if I'm focusing on him, the dude, the the two other hoes in the background kill me. And if I try to kill the other hoes in the background, this dude, who's I swear he's able to track the whole field, just kills me. So I'm just like, damn if I do, damn if I do. It does not matter. So I have to stop with that. But I, I want to beat Breath of the Wild so bad. But again, 
that game is a different type of challenging because that game can get you tight. How far are you? Right now, I'm in the. Uh, do you know that nation where um, it's like fire all over? Well, not, not fire all over, but it's the Goros, not Goros. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't, the Goros. I don't think that's how. Is it? Yeah, it's the okay. Goros. Yeah, it's uh, right. the yeah. the big yellow people. Yeah, they're like rock people. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm there. No, no, but I, oh my god, I, 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 I struggled because with this game, uh, with Breath of the Wild, you really have to. How do I put this? You cannot just... I mean, you can go anywhere you want, mm -hmm. but you have to take precaution when you're going somewhere because some oh. places might be too cold. Some places might be too hot. There might there be some enemies. There are villains out there that you are not ready for, bro. The the giant lion centaur crap. I'm not crap. there yet. I'm, I'm not, oh, you I'm, haven't explored too much then. I've, I've explored, but not to... Because pretty much, like, the way I am, like, if it's too much... Like, if it's too much, I kind of scale it back. Yeah. I scale it back. I'm like, all right, I'm not ready. So when I'm ready, I'll go back to here. But in Breath of the Wild, it was getting to a point where wherever I went, it was overwhelming. Like, it was just like, what? So it's like, what the fuck do I do? Because you have to go to all, like, the mini shrines, find them pretty much. No, that's what I've been do doing. That. No, that's yeah. what I did. And then and, and the shrine, you know, obviously the shrines on top of that. But, you know, when... Like, for instance, when you go to too, too deep into the cold place, even though you have the jacket, oh, it's too cold. Yeah, so I'm like, you, you end up dying. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, okay, so maybe I need an item that will help me go further there. I was, I was going through the game. Nothing was really happening. So I was like, okay, let me try to explore some more. Let me go, see, go to some towers so that I can you know, actually get a good idea of the map. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go. And then it just came to a point where I wasn't really going anywhere. So I'm like, you know what? Just fuck it. Like, somebody gave me, like, potions to last in the heat. So I'm like... I'll just buy those, go through the fucking Goro Nation, whatever, and see what the fuck happens. There's armor that you can get that's heat resistant. Yeah, so I, yeah. I ended up I ended up finding heat resistant armors because some dude gave it to me. So yep. I'm like, okay, awesome. But even but even but well, it's annoying because even at some point, like it's even too hot for that. So I still have to use like the the, the elixirs. So I'm like, this is so I'm <laughs> so like I'm just like annoyed all around. But it's a good experience. But it, I, I, I must have given at least 40 to 50 hours to that game already. But I'm not even close. I'm not even close to beating that game. But, yeah, I, but Tears of the Kingdom is already out. So I'm, I am I cannot wait to try that game after I beat Breath of the Wild. I don't know how many hours I put into Breath of the Wild. I don't know how to check, actually. How many hours did you put into Breath of the Wild? I, I, That's I, what I'm trying to figure I out. know you spent at least 40 hours of that game. At least, maybe more, because that that is a big game. <laughs> Ready for this? Sure. 125 hours or more. Gosh, damn. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it, because there's a lot to do in that game. When I tell you I first started playing the game, mm. and I legit stopped, because I kept getting stuck. I thought you had to beat one of the, like guardian things mm -hmm. that would like shoot the lasers at you like i hate it, them this, motherfuckers. this is the beginning like yeah. very beginning i thought you had to beat them to move forward mm. to get to the shrine i stopped because i kept losing and i couldn't beat it mm. and then come to find like i stopped playing for months yeah didn't touch it brought it back started playing it again and i was like oh i don't need to beat this i can just go into the shrine and i can get away from yeah. it got it and then from there, I just... Oh, my God. Those dudes are so annoying. The ones that I, get you from a distance is, yeah, of course. I hate, I hate them so much because 
I mean, before Danny taught me the trick, I haven't fought them in a while. But when I thought you could parry it, I'm like, really? I didn't even know you could parry it. I didn't. Yeah. So I was like, you can parry it. So I'm like, but it makes sense. I'm like pretty parry the laser. I'm pretty all right at parrying. So I'm gonna try that the next time because they are so like, they are literally a like. It's a force. They are an obstacle, and I fucking I hate. They're them not the worst. Guys. They aren't the worst though. The the lion centaur crap. I'll I'll send you a video of that. Lion Centaur. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's like beating it. Once you learn how to beat it, it's not hard, but there are different elemental ones. So there's mm. one that can shoot like electric arrows at you. Mm. There's other ones that I, if I remember correctly, like breeds fire. There's a bunch. There, there bunch was what I, I don't know. Maybe it's the same enemy that I'm thinking of because there was because when you're in the, the, the water people or whatever, mm-hmm. when you're when you have to get the electric arrows to take down their guardian. Mm, yeah, but there's a but there's an enemy you have to face, so that you you have to you beat have to him. scatter around to grab the arrows while you're defeating him. Yeah, yeah, and then, that and one. Then, yeah, that, th- one. that guy was annoying. No, that. no, no. What actually happened was he. It wasn't fighting him that was the issue. It was the fact that my weapons would break, bef- like all of them would break, mm-hmm. uh, before. I like because he would have little help, but yeah. then I have no more weapons. Yep, you know, arrows ain't really doing much damage, so. It came to a point where I literally had to go get out entirely, gather more weapons. And what I also noticed, like what certain weapons do more damage than others. Yeah. So like the weapons that do like that, it's like a three or a four. It's not doing anything to him. Really. If you can, if I remember correctly, I think you can parry him. No, you can't. That's what I'm running towards you. Yeah. And that's then what I started doing. He gets like confused or something. And then you just like. Yeah, so I, no, that, that's why I learned how to parry and how to dodge, and that's why I was having an easier time. But again, my weapons would freaking break before I would even do anything to this yeah. this, this asshole. But okay, yeah, this is seventeen minutes worth of nonsense. So <laughs> today's episode, we are reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Three, which is written and directed by James Gunn himself. This. This movie is more of a rocket raccoon. This I would say this movie has two parts. The first part is really f- centered around Rocket Raccoon and his past and how his past is kind of cut up to the present, which so the first half of the movie is kind of like a rescue mission to kind of help well to help revitalize Rocket Raccoon because he has uh, an equipment on his heart because you know, the beginning they get fucked up by Adam Warlock and you know, he needs medical attention but he cannot get medical attention because of the device. Op- yeah, if they try to operate, it's essentially... Yeah, he would die. So, the, so the Guardians, which is Star-Lord, Gam- well... Star-Lord, Gamora, Nebula, I guess. Drax. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy, they go to find the thing to get rid of the thing in his heart so that they can give him the necessary medical attention. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then during that, you get Rocket Raccoon's past and what he's went through. And then the other half is more of a rescue... Uh, it's more of a like kind of a rescue mission, like kind of to rescue uh, the people that were being held by the high evolutionary, I believe. Mm-hmm. High evolutionary. So yeah, this movie is two parts, pretty much. Well, two parts, which I think two both parts that form into one. Exactly. It it, it 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 concludes itself very very nicely, and I mean you you already know, like I when this movie was announced. Because I'm not a huge Guardians of the Galaxy fan from terms of the MCU standpoint. It's just not for me, which I don't understand why. Because, Rag- for example, I love Ragnarok, but Ragnarok is very similar to Guardians. So I'm like, why do I not like Guardians? I don't understand why I don't. Because when I watched the second one, I didn't care for it. 
when I watched the first, I thought it was okay. Not to think, not that I think that they're bad movies, but so I wasn't looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be your typical, you know, try to be funny at the wrong moments. You know, some humor kind of catching me the wrong way, and then we have some big giant villain. It concludes, and then you know we off on our day. We go about our day, but. I got to say, this movie was far from that, honestly. This movie ex- far exceeded my expectations. Same. Yeah. Oh, I, I, will, I will say that I was talking to Danny. We, Danny and I ended up watching in the same theater. Um, but uh, I will say after taking time to, like, talk to Danny and then think about it more, think about, like, why. There were certain things I didn't like, but mm. more so characters. But we can talk about that. But there were just okay. certain people I didn't like. And I couldn't explain why. And then I think after like listening or reading the text messages after you guys watched it, Wentz made a valuable point. And he was saying like a lot of these things were kind of hinted at in the first and but more so the second movie, Mm. which is why a lot of things clicked for me. Um, So I went back and I watched a few clips from the second movie and I was like, you know what? I can appreciate these characters a little bit more but they still weren't like my all-time favorite. But regardless, th- just listening to that and like going back to do some of that work, I will say like I, I think I'll start off with the rating and say like it was a solid B for me. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow, I'm actually gonna give it a nine. That's crazy. I never thought in the history of life I would ever give a Guardians of the Galaxy movie a nine out of ten, because. I give the first I, one a nine. I see where you're coming from, though. I, I do see where you're coming from. But what I what I loved most about this movie was that it wasn't it didn't feel like a movie that was just trying to fit in into the whole MCU picture. Yeah, it felt like its own. Sp- and that's what made this movie special to me. Yes. It was it's it was like and, and it was something I read. It was a James Gunn movie first before it was a Marvel movie. Second. I like that. Yeah. I like so that. because all these because. No, despite how I feel about Guardians of the Galaxy and the MCU, not again. I don't think it's trash. Mm-hmm. I just don't care for it all too much. It's it's just not my cup of tea. That's fair. But I think this movie did a very very good job concluding character arcs. Like yes, th- like they were each ca- well written. Exactly, each character like especially like because if you watch Guardians from one to three, you can like each one wrapped up their character arc. And they either proceeded onto something or it caught or it concluded that particular character arc. Mm-hmm. For example, Drax is a great example of this. Drax, Drax is a character who lost his daughter, and he was basically he became the destroyer to kind of cope with that. And he, and then he. The reason he lost his daughter was because of Thanos as well. That's true. But so he, he was pretty much after Thanos. Exactly. But he was but again he but he but again he was convincing himself that he needed to be this destroyer. And what I and there was a scene within the movie it was like, You weren't meant to be a destroyer. You, you weren't meant to be, to be a father. Yeah. Which is a thousand percent facts because that's all Drax really was. because if he never lost his daughter, he would never be the destroyer. No. Like that's and that's real and with the interaction with the um with the, the children kids, yeah. at the end, I thought that was, then perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually thought Drax was going to die in this movie, like low-key. I didn't think it was going to be Drax. I thought it was either going to be Quill, Rocket, or Nebula. It was one of those. Nebu- I ne- hmm. Nebula would have been interesting uh, to kill off. Yeah. That would have been interesting. I thought it would have been her. But or, I never. Actually, or Gamora. 
Because the fact that Gamora, he was, again, they wouldn't do Gamora again. But I think <laughs> I think the fact that he was after Gamora for so long, just losing her again would cause like he would essentially sacrifice himself for the rest of the team after seeing Gamora go. But that was because we had no information of who the villain was, how the story was going to mm. go, any of that. So that's kind of what I was thinking. But yeah, yeah. So okay, so let's talk about the first part of the movie. So the first part of the movie to me was very rocket raccoon centered. I mean, besides besides it starting off, I mean, it starts off with Rocket Raccoon as a child, you know, in the cage, mm-hmm. and then he gets picked out. And I assume the hand is the high evolutionary, yeah, is. who is a great villain, by the way. Like, hated. <laughs> yeah, ex- but ex- that's what makes a great villain. Like, yo, when I was watching, I'm like, I fucking hate his guts. This dude is such a fucking douchebag. He like, was Joffrey level for me. He re- yo, he really was. He really was Joffrey level. Like, the, 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 I haven't felt this hatred for a villain since Joffrey. Joffrey from Game of Thrones and my yeah. good. and when Joffrey got his that shit was just all it was satisfying beautiful satisfying. beautiful deserved every ounce of poisoning he got in his damn body <laughs> like the the poster child for fuck them kids is Joffrey Lannister absolutely he's the poster child of fuck them kids damn but I respect it yes but yeah it starts out with with the uh, Rocket Raccoon and then Adam Warlock who's one of uh, the creations of the high evolutionary attacks rocket raccoon and you know he, he fucks up the guardians like he fucks them like i i don't think we've seen anybody overwhelm the guardians like that since maybe thanos that i can remember thanos is really the only one yeah like he put in work ego and- didn't really do as much damage as thanos did or adam warlock yeah so now now i got to how did wait how did he end up going away was it Nebula? Uh, the Adam Warlock? Because because he fucks up the crew, and then yeah, it Nebula, ends up with him like Nebula stabs. Oh yeah, yeah, Nebula stabs him. Yes, and then he he ends thought, up getting thought he was dead, but he ended up flying away. Yeah, so so then after that, it ends up being a rescue mission for. I mean, but Rocket Raccoon ends up being extremely like fucked hurt, up. Yeah, extremely hurt. Yeah, I never thought that they'd show a raccoon bleeding on in a movie. I never thought that that would ever be a thing. But I was like, okay, like this is a uh, this is re- which is which is what I liked about this movie because shit got real. It got real in this movie, like for real. It did. So, yeah. So now it's a rescue mission against time because Rocket Raccoon has a certain amount of hours. I think he had like forty eight, forty eight or seventy two hours. Yeah. So that it ends up with the Guardians trying to find like some kind of. I think it's some encryption to overwrite the thing in his heart. Yeah. So, but during that, you get like like I like I've mentioned before, you get a lot of Rocket Raccoon's past and how he came to be and how he was a science experiment pretty much for the high evolutionary to create this whole new world. Mm-hmm. And he was just using and this that I mean Rocket Raccoon's past was really fucked up. It was Bro. it was it was messed up. Like and look like. Even if you're not the biggest animal rights supporter or whatever, that was cool. Like, yo, what the high evolutionary did to those animals and to Rocket was beyond crazy. I think Rocket didn't have it as bad, though. Hmm? Rocket didn't have it as bad. No, uh, he didn't. Well, uh, uh, he did not. Comp- walrus with wheels. Mm-hmm. The the ferret with um she had robot arms and robot legs, I believe. Yes. Or no, she. I think she had wheels too. Did she? 
Yeah. No, I don't think the I don't think the ferret had wheels. I think she had, she had the robot the robot arm. That's all I remember. And was, then we had um the bunny with like the spider attachment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, no animal deserves that. No, they do not. That was messed up. That that was that was extremely extremely grimy. So uh, I mean, the the worst thing that Rocket Raccoon had was uh they operate in his brain, but mm-hmm. I guess that was to like uh create intelligence. Yeah. They just didn't know how intelligent he was actually going to be. But yeah. 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 They they did a good job with him. Absolutely. And his past, like, his past, it really, it really made me appreciate the character of Rocket Raccoon. Because when you see Rocket Raccoon, the first two movies, you just think that he's just this arrogant, you know, prick, <laughs> in a sense. So, and not that I hated Rocket Raccoon, but I didn't care for him. I was like, okay, he's just, yeah. he's just a typical, you know, um, MCU trope to try to be, to add humor to the story for the most part. Mm-hmm. But this made Rocket Raccoon's character a lot deeper for me yes. because you understood why he was the way he was, you know? So, the and especially that this man, this Rocket was able to figure out just I guess what was wrong with the issue and why the animals were becoming so violent mm. just by looking at it and not knowing like what was actually being put in was phenomenal. No, it was, it was, it was. And uh, I mean, unfortunately it made, it made, oh, the it, high it, evolutionary it, it made the high evolutionary feel some type of way. Cause the high evolutionary, he is a villain. I mean, he's, he is a villain who, cannot be second fiddle to anybody nope he cannot because and it's in that moment where the rocket where rocket raccoon like he was able to analyze why the animals were being so aggressive and then he was explaining it and then the high evolutionary's face is like wait a minute like what are you talking about bro like because again the way high evolutionary uh views rocket raccoon and all everybody else that he's in prison under him they're under him they're completely under him and they're just a they're just a stepping stone to the bigger picture of what he's trying to do Mm -hmm. they were never ever a part of his of his picture of a new perfect world world. It, it was one of those situations where it's like essentially the student should surpass the master but he didn't like that. He's not. No, he's not. He's not the type that could be a teacher no. because he's he's the one that always needs to have. He he always needs to be the big dog. Yep. I'll use this in basketball reference, right? Oh god. In terms of a basketball reference, here we go. So, you just because you have two superstars, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be to work well together because you know at some point. One is going to have to step down to be, well, well, not the beta. The beta is the wrong word, but to be the second fiddle. Yeah. To be the second because those collide. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's a lot of reasons why when, you know, basketball, especially recently, when two superstars get together, it doesn't always work. Because, for instance, if you're down, if you're down one point, you need a basket. Who's getting the ball? You see what I'm saying? The the two alphas are going to be like, they're going to be like, I should I get the it. ball. Yeah. Or they're going to be like, I should get the ball. And you have that conflict. That's a high evolutionary. You cannot have two high evolutionaries in the same room. You can't because <laughs> it's 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 an ego. And the high evolutionary view, when Rocket Raccoon made that analysis, he viewed him as, wait a minute, like, could he possibly be smarter than me? Which is why he wanted to get his, like, I mean, the whole objective of the high evolutionary was to get his Rocket brain. Raccoon's brain so that he could spread it to the human subjects that he was trying, the human children subjects that he was uh, passing it on to. Mm-hmm. And because they couldn't, they could figure something out in a minute 
or like two minutes. Mm. But the fact that Rocco was able to do it in a matter of seconds just by looking at it and not knowing exactly what the actual components were mm. is phenomenal. I will say one thing I did enjoy that I kind of picked up on is Rocket still had his like animal instincts. Mm, mm, so the fact absolutely. that he was a raccoon and still like picking stuff up and like keeping it and hoarding it, I that actually makes a lot more sense to as to like why he is how he is and they kept that part of him. Yeah, that was that was uh I mean Excuse me. Bless you. Yeah. That chicken's coming back up. Oh, that chicken because that chicken's definitely coming back up. That that is <laughs> that was it was uh I forgot the name. Charlie's chicken, whatever. I don't know. Charlie's hot chicken. It, it started with the B, bro. Yeah. I don't remember what whatever. It is. That that chicken. I don't is, I don't venture out to the that, Badlands. That chicken is fire, literally. I don't venture out to the Badlands. There's you don't s- for me. You call Brockton the Badlands? Yes. Wow, bro. It, Come back to your roots, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> Come back, bro. Nah. Support the hood. We're we're gonna. You know what? You know, Sasha. I'm going. To, we're gonna go on a field trip. Anyway, we're, so we're gonna continue <laughs> on with Guardians. Uh. So yes, first part was talking about rockets. Well, it wasn't that, that wasn't all the first part because they went back and forth between rockets past and then Star Lord, Nebula, uh, Drax, all of them trying to get the encryption mm-hmm. for Rocket's heart. Which you meet, I mean, you end up meeting the Raiders again. Which you know, which go you end find the out Ravagers. that Gamora, yeah, Scavengers, my fault. Ravagers, Ravagers, my fault. I don't know why I called them the the Raiders, but. Maybe it was because of that anime music video that's stuck in my mind with the Chargers. Bro, yeah. If the Chargers are not like close to undefeated this season, whoever made that needs to be fired. <laughs> because look, that he, schedule release was fired. Look, man, he cannot control how the team plays, bro. Nah, he, bro. He can only do so much. The team needs to step up. But as you were saying. But no, the you you know you end up meeting the Scavengers again, which Gamora is a part of. Ravengers. Ravagers, fuck. <laughs> See, I can mess up every once in a while. But, yeah, so then Gamora ends up joining, and then, uh, what 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 else happened? Oh, then they end up in the ship, which was pretty, which was kind of funny, because in their spacesuits, their spacesuits ended up going into space. So, <laughs> so you know, this, this movie had some good comedic moments, for it real. I, I think... Some of the comedic moments turned into like serious moments. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Some of those I didn't like the shift of them. And those comedic moments tended to be between Drax, Nebula, and Mantis. Mm-hmm. Whenever yep. they were together on screen, I didn't enjoy it as much. Because it was like mm. Nebula's trying to be the mom. And Mantis and Drax were like the brother and sister, and she's mm. just like constantly berating them. It's just like, I get it. All of you have your faults, but who are you to sit here and like berate them like you're doing? Mm-hmm. And I think just the continuous like stupidity of Mantis, or not even stupidity, just how naive she was, the stupidity of Drax, and then just like the anger of. Uh, Nebula. Nebula altogether, like that on screen, just it irked me. So that, you didn't like the you didn't like the chemistry between those three because they yeah. were honestly they were on screen together most of the movie. Yeah, so honestly. those are the three characters I didn't really like together. Like for me, it, it it took away from the movie just because of how annoyed it would make me. I I see where you're coming from because 
they it, it always appeared that when they were together, there always had to be some type of funny moment with them. Yeah, and with, then it would strictly turn serious because it's like you're doing X, Y, and Z wrong. Like, why are you like this? Why can't you like be like this? And it's yeah, and you know what? A uh, one one instance of that that I can remember uh, is when they were in the ship, mm-hmm. and I believe it was Drax, Nebula, and Mantis, yep. and it ended up being a fight out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. It ended up being a fight out of nowhere. And I remember thinking, I'm like, this is so random. Well, not really random. I mean, I guess it makes sense for Drax's character to just kind of, you know, start fights or whatever. But then oh, I remember it kind of like it started out as a joking matter, but it got kind of serious because then Drax started getting his ass whooped. Like, I no, he got he got blasted like crazy. Like he got blasted with like a crazy blaster. And then like it left him like critically injured. You don't remember that part? No. The the scene I'm thinking about that I thought you were talking about was when they went to go rescue Peter. And um Peter and uh Groot. But they uh Groot and Peter went off, got the information they needed, but the rest of them were still on the ship. Oh yeah. <laughs> I that's the scene I thought you were thinking. <laughs> no, about. not that one. Okay. <laughs> that that one that one was uh that one's pretty funny actually. <laughs> what you think I'm an idiot? Yeah. Yes. Forget. <laughs> and then going back to the conversation, I was just like, "It's fucked up." But that was funny. Like I, that. It was that funny, but I would have really like for that part. I would have really liked for them to kind of like not make him forget because then maybe we could have gotten more into the character of Drax into like how he like maybe to show that he maybe to show that like you know he does have feelings like he he like. But I, I think that's kind of like it started to show that like you do think I'm an idiot. Mm. And it's just like, wow, I thought you like you were the one person that was like by my side with this. Mm. But gotcha. like that that's kind of how I took it. And then okay. the fact that she made him forget was just like, we shouldn't be having this conversation in front of you. So we're going to just forget. All okay, this. OK, OK, OK. That, that's how I kind of like interpreted it. But that was just me. Like it can very well be interpreted differently. Okay. Regardless. But yeah, I think that that was the thing I didn't really enjoy. And like, again, after talking to Danny about that, like I'm able to actually put words to it. You'd be able to because, articulate it. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it before. Okay. But like, again, after watching some clips from the second one and like really, I guess, having a better understanding of the ending for this one, mm. it does make more sense. Like why I didn't like them together because they weren't really like this in the other movies. Right. Or at least in the second one, like they they didn't have that like bickering connection or chemistry in the movie. Like they worked well together. So okay. It was just like, I mean, they kind of still did in this movie. In this it, movie, yes, but the second one, not not really. Mm. So that that was for me. So like seeing that, like that's why I'm able to put reasoning to it. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a that's a that's a fair argument. Honestly, because that's the only reason I give it a B. Honestly, no, 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 that, that's fair because there were definitely some times where I would have liked for them to not bicker as much, even though I knew it was for a comedic effect. But yeah. I would have liked for them to kind of work more as a functioning team because they've, I mean, they've been together in other movies besides Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, you would have thought, that, like, the, like, for example, the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. I would have liked to see like the development of their relationship in terms of teamwork. Mm hmm. They're but, also in the beginning of Thor: Love and Thunder as well. Yeah, so like 
just all of that teamwork together. Yeah, granted, you guys are going to bicker every now and then, but like when you're just berating someone that you're supposed to be on the team with, it's just like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. And you know what? I would, I normally in the Guardians movies, I don't know why, I'm normally annoyed by Star Lord, normally. But I, actually, maybe it's because I never, I never fully like got over the fact that he kind of screwed them in like the first Avengers, in a sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, maybe I never got over that, and I just kind of like I'm, I've just been fuck Star Lord ever since. <laughs> but, but I actually really liked Star Lord in this movie. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think this is, I think this showed that. Star Lord really views the Guardians as his family. I mean, I think that was very obvious in the other movies. Yeah. But he really is willing to like go to the depths of hell to, you know, save, save his, his friends. And he and, and there wasn't even a sure thing that they were going to, you know, be able to save, you know, Rocket Raccoon at all. But he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let's let's just go through it. And again, his his um his character arc, the culmination of that, I, and honestly. Like him dying probably would have been perfect, to be honest. I thought that would have been uh, a proper conclusion because he ends up not being in the in the end. He ends up not being the leader of the Guardians anymore. Yeah, he, he passes the mantle on to, which I'm fine with as well. Yeah, but I think the death of Star Lord would have been more impactful, yes. especially since if you're passing it on to Rocket Raccoon, especially it, I, if you saved him and then you pass it on. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you see the impact of that? Like that, that would have to me to have so much more impact than him. Just, you know, dying like close to the verge of death in space, get saved by Adam Warlock. And then, you know, Oh, we're not, we're no longer the guardians anymore. We're just going to, do our own thing. We do our own thing. Which again, I had no, I had no problem with that. It, it again, it was good. It was a good ending for the that branch of the Guardians. Absolutely, as well as each person individually. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think in the beginning, we kind of see he's still not over Gamora, which makes sense because she's dead, but she's also alive. Yeah, that His dy- version of that dynamic is so weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> because, because, yeah, because again, like you said, like he's, it's almost like he's trying to convince her, hey, love me again, like exactly, just, just love me. But it's what's interesting is like this is a Gamora before she even formed the Guardian, so this is. This is a completely different person. Yeah. So you're taking that person and she ends up not even being the creator of the Guardians. She is, I mean, the Guardians is completed without her. So you're never going to get that version of Gamora Mm -hmm. that he fell in love with ever again. Yeah. So, you know, and that dynamic between it was kind of, it was kind of depressing, honestly. Like he's just, he's just trying to convince her oh please like we had this life together and this is that she's like look i'm not that i'm not that person yeah anymore so but i don't know i like i'm i'm thinking in my mind i'm like after about like the fourth conversation i'm like come on bro like, <laughs> like come on bro like in my mind and my heart i would have like still been like damn come on that like, alien please. coochie must have been crazy Stop. bro he, he must have to yo to, to be barking on somebody bro as that i long? was saying in my heart and mind i, I was i still would be like yo please but mentally physically like i couldn't continue after like a third fourth time like, that is such I, a I have mind. to just accept it. that's such a mind fuck though like the part okay so like your partner passes away and then they get brought back from another timeline the person is still physically there so you can't but 
you can't actually get over them. Exactly, yo, you, you talk, you have to fuck that. That is so fucked, yo. The MCU does not like Star Lord. That's fuck. Like he's part, yo. He's he's partly responsible That's for funny. why Thanos gets all the Infinity Stones. His girl dies, and then, but they're like, you know what? We want Gamora to come back, but it's not even going to be Gamora. It's going to be Gamora before she even met the Guardians, and she, like she's a completely different person. So she, so you have her physically. Just imagine your girl. Passes away. She's there physically, but she's not the same person mentally, like spiritually or whatever. It's almost like a... That's, yo, that's <laughs> fucked up. We need to get reparations for Star-Lord, bro, because that's crazy. Nah, he's all right now. Yeah. He, he's fixing his past. Oh, oh, that's, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's fixing his mommy and daddy issues now. I thought they both died to his, gran- his grandfather. Oh, that's his grandfather? Yeah. I thought that was his daddy just got older. Might be his dad. I, I, I don't remember. I need to go back and rewatch. I mean, he didn't have parents. One, but I mean, he wasn't raising his parents. <coughs> yeah. Bless you. You mean shit. Yeah, he was uh, abducted by Yondu because he was kicked out of the hospital room. But, um, yeah, he was just kind of talking about his loss from Gamora, Yondu, his parents, Mantis trying to have him, like, tell him, you know, yeah, you lost a lot of things, but you can always go back and, like, figure this stuff out, like... He's like, and you know no, that, and again, that's that's a great, that's a great, uh, and and again, when I mentioned character conclusions, that's a great character conclusion because Star Lord throughout the throughout the Guardians movies, he was trying to replace his family with some something similar, mm-hmm. whether it was the Guardians, whether it was a who was that dude that died the Yondu. last movie, um, Yondu, Yonder. Okay, my fault, Yonder. Yeah, his, that was his <laughs> that was his literal father figure. <laughs> You know, he was trying to replace him. He was trying to replace his parents with something like that. And he never actually went back to deal with the trauma of not having parents because throughout the, again, throughout these Guardians movies, he's replacing, you know, he's, he's trying to replace that semblance of family with something. Yep. And this was him finally realizing, okay, it's great that I have support and it's great that I have people that I can finally call family. But it's time for me to go back to my past and fix the traumas well, tr- and deal with the traumas that have been haunting me instead of running away from them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was very good and necessary character growth for Star-Lord, yep. which I enjoy. I enjoyed that so much. I was like, oh, yes. I was perfect. surprised how much I actually enjoyed it. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Rock and, and again, Rocket Raccoon's combination of, of his character is... Dealing with and it's it's so funny how everything came full circle because the his his past came, his past ended up being the villain of everyone else and my, and might I say the way that I don't know if I'm it was satisfactory the way the high evolutionary got fucked up they all basically jumped him <laughs> they basically it was a it was a Naruto episode you know when they just jump people like <laughs> it's very rare that they beat people one on one think about it right Madara they jumped him uh. Well, who's the, who's that bitch's name? Uh, it starts with a K. Uh, oh my god, I forgot her damn name. Uh, my, I'm over here forgetting names. Goodness, the the one Kogia? Kaguya. There we go, Kaguya. Yeah, they jumped okay. Kaguya. <laughs> they uh they tried to jump. <laughs> like they they dude, almost every villain in Naruto has been jumped, and that's what they did. They basically, I mean. It was it was a success. They Bro, jumped they the shit out of him. Gave him it, nah, they didn't jump him. It was the the Naruto Uzumaki Shadow Clone. Oh, Shadow Clone Barai. Yeah, that's what that was. Absolutely. 
and I was in the air, punch him down, hit him from the side. Everybody got a turn. Everybody got a turn. I was like, (laughs) everybody gave him a piece. Star Lord gave him a piece. Gamora gave him a piece. No, I think Gamora's was the worst. (laughs) She fucked him up, bro. They gave him no mercy. Not because and then they took his face off. No, bro, he deserved it, bro. The high evolution. Oh, yo, I'm not mad at it. Do you know how, yo? Do you know how much of a douchebag of a villain you have to be when you are forcing it so much where even the people that are working for you turn on you, bro? Do you not know how much of a douchebag you got? Yo, even yo, even the people that are working for you, like, nah, he's bugging, bro. This dude is big. He's just like, I'm the god here. And everyone's looking at him like, what? Like, excuse me, like. Now we take you out. <laughs> exactly. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like, yo. But I feel like it's one of those things that like, they they wanted to do, but they just ne- there was never like a right time. I mean, they taught no, they they definitely tolerated it, but they no, tolerated it because they, they wanted the same goal as him. But when it was clear that it was not about really, I mean, he wanted the perfect world, sure, but it was really about his ego at oh, the yeah, end yeah, of the day. Yeah. It was yeah. all for him, and when they realized that, they're like, "This nigga bugging, bro. We he, we need to take him out." They realized it's too late. Oh no, they did, and then he he basically did like a energy force field. And just fucking killed everybody. But you can tell that they kind of wanted to do something or they were just like weary of him because when the the fat dude was talking and the lady looked at him, like she gave him a look like, mm. shut up. <laughs> or that's both of our asses. We need to take him out. But chill. No, like, absolutely. That, that, that's kind of how I saw that. Like, no, no, no. I agree. There were definitely hints of that. What was that? Um... That lady's name, especially when when um the high evolutionary he's talking to like his minions, yeah, and he fucks up Adam. Yo, the way he yo, the way he fucks up Adam Warlock, and he puts him to the wall, and you can t- and you could tell that there's that dynamic of not necessarily respect, but it's 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 the fear like we we respect you because we fear you. Yes, we don't yeah. respect you because we like you. Yeah, yeah. It it's it also shows like. He had a hand in a lot of things and a lot of like societies. Mm. And he even said, like, listen, you guys get it together and don't fail me or I'm going to destroy you. And the fact that he destroyed that planet and Adam Warlock's mom was there. Yeah. Who was the like secondary villain yeah. in the second movie. Like it kind of cuts deep. I will say. I don't like Adam Warlock and how he was used. He wasn't used. Much. He was a waste. Like oh, I mean, the, on you know what? Honestly, I feel that Adam Warlock's only purpose was to save Star Lord in the final scene. Yes, exactly. I think that was his only purpose because I mean, he he comes off like the way he's introduced. He's introduced almost as if he's going to be like the final villain because yeah. he comes up fucking up. Like you remember, um. Avengers Infinity War when you first see Thanos like fully on screen well not the first time he's on screen but like his full presence on screen for the first time mm-hmm. and the presence like you knew immediately that Thanos was was a force because because what that movie did is they 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 um they showed you some of you know how the way we viewed Hulk at that time yeah. was oh. like easily like top three strongest Avengers at the time. And he made quick work of him. So you're like, yo. So when, so I felt the same way when I watched this movie because when he fucks up, uh, like he basically destroyed, like puts Rocket Raccoon in critical condition, basically bitch slaps Star-Lord, 
the way he grew, like the way he takes care of Groot, almost no problem, basically puts, nearly puts Drax in a coma, mm -hmm. put makes quick work of Nebula. I was thinking, yo, like this is, he's going to be a fool. This is crazy. But it would make sense. That but the way he's utilizing the movie, like you, he's, you start to realize that there are levels and tears to this shit. So it's almost like, it's like, okay, like he's, he's strong, but compared to the high evolutionary and everyone else, he still has to, he still has to, he has um, a long way to go. Exactly. He still has people that he has to, you know, come back to yeah. that give him orders. Yep. And so Adam Warlock, I feel, I mean, I'm using feel, but I think I think his character in terms of him developing to be a good guy, I don't think that was executed. I if that was the one weakness of the movie, I think that that was one of them because yeah. he cuz basically like yeah, he did like I said, he eventually became a good guy, but the steps in him becoming that I feel were weak. I feel that could have been executed they, better. They skipped a, a couple steps. Yeah, precisely. Like, I didn't it, for me it would have made sense of like he killed my mom. He's after Rocket. I don't want to do that. I just want to get revenge for my mom. Mm. The Guardians are after him. Let me team up with them. For me, that would have made sense. Yeah, because what honestly, what was confusing for me was he... Okay, so remember when I, I got two henchmen, they got rac, Rocket Raccoon. Then he basically kills the two, so he's like, no, I need to take the credit for it. Yeah, 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 he yeah. said, I need to take the credit for it. And so after that, he that's never really mentioned again. You know, I, and, and yeah, then that's when the planet was starting to be destroyed. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, that that, it that to a me, couple steps there. Adam, Adam Warlock to me was a little all over the place. Yeah, honestly, at some point he just kind of felt felt misplaced. But. It's because he was actually used that he's not a hundred percent misplaced. Yes, and then and then he tries to and then he tries to kill uh, Star Lord, I believe. Not Star Lord. He tries to kill somebody, mm -hmm. and then he gets it was Gamora. Yeah, he he gets owned pretty quickly, and then they're like, "Let's spare him." And so what? Because he's spared, like all of a sudden he changes. Like he has because, a change of heart now. Like oh yeah, because I think it was uh, Mantis and um, Drax that ended up saving him. I forgot which one said, but they were like, "He's like, oh, I tried to kill you guys," and she's like, oh, "It's all right. Well, you know, sometimes people deserve a second chance." And let I'm him like, know. okay, but based on how at Warlock's character was, I'm like, I because. Okay, so I think I know what it is now. I can finally put it into words. There was no conflict. So normally, once okay, so let me use let me use uh, Avatar, the last Airbender, not the movie, but the actual cartoon. So Zuko's character development. You know why it's so good? Because you starts out as the villain, right? Starts out as the villain, tries to get his father's approval, but then before that happens, right? Before he's a before he converts to fully be a good guy, there's a conflict of character there. Mm -hmm. Throughout the like throughout the show, because he Zuko wants what his father wants, but he's been around his grandfather so long that he exactly exactly so th so that so that in our, so and when that conflict happens, it's not supposed to happen immediately. Yeah, there's supposed to be like steps back, yeah. which which again which happens when he actually turns in Aang. Yeah, but then 
as the series progresses along and he realizes that he's actually kind of destined to teach Aang firebending and he's actually, you know, he realized how much of a fucking tool his dad is. Well, how his dad was using him as a tool. Mm-hmm. Again, that, but, but when Zuko converts, it's rewarding because you see that journey into how it happened into how he was from how he is now to then. Yep. Adam Warlock, there's no real battle there. There's yeah. no internal. It just goes from, I'm bad. I'm thinking about it. Maybe, oh, they saved my life. I deserve a second chance. I'm good now. There's no one. There's nothing in between there with Adam Warlock. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe someone can articulate that better than I can. But that I I personally think you hit that on the head. But yeah, I could be wrong. But yeah, no. Um, I was gonna say, I think that was a time where. I think after he was saved, at that point, I was like, all right, no one's dying. Like that, it, it clicked for me that no one was dying because it's like. This man's flying through space to sit here and go get a raccoon. If this actually explodes, he's gonna go out and save whoever. You know, I wasn't because he was so forgettable. Because when Star Lord, like you know, he, like uh, when they're rescuing everybody on yep. the ship, the animals and the children. Yeah, I never even thought of because I forgot about Adam Warlock by that time. Because that, that again, Bro, that's that was how, like two minutes earlier. I'm hit, but that's how little impact he had to me though. Like. <laughs> I didn't like. I did not care for Adam Warlock during that scene because I thought everything else around it was so was so much more interesting and so much more impactful. Agreed. Adam Warlock to me was a, was not even a second thought. It was like a, a like a like a uh, fifth thought. And then when Star Lord, like I legit thought Star Lord was gonna die because I'm like, oh shit. Nah. But then Adam Warlock, I'm like, oh, that's why you're alive. <laughs> that's yeah. why. So you can do that. It you happened, can, and I, I remember sucking my teeth, and I was just like, bro. Oh, you saw, oh, you punch in the air in the theater? No. I, you, I, I sucked my teeth and I was like, I, I saw this. <laughs> I was ready five minutes ago after that honest, they because, said he deserves this. Because if this is going to be the last Guardians, of the, I mean, it's probably going to be the last Guardians movie, killing Star-Lord there would have been perfect. It in my, in my In my opinion. It would have been absolutely perfect. It would have culminated his character arc. But, I mean, him going back and... Saving that tape for Rocket. Saving that tape for Rocket and, and giving Rocket the... But again, if he dies, him making Rocket the leader after knowing, after seeing what he did to save Rocket, it's almost as if it the fits. passing of the torch... That would have been fucking perfect. But I don't mind him going back and trying to deal with his traumas either. I don't mind that no. at all because I think the Guardian's role from this point forward is going to be more cameos in other movies. I don't think they're going to have a full-on movie ever That's again. if they even come back. Star-Lord's the only one confirmed. Well, I don't mean... Okay, so when I mean cameras, I don't mean in which they're going to be a central plot, to a uh, central emphasis on the plot. Yeah. But I think they're going to make appearances throughout the MCU. So they'll be like in the background. Exactly. Exactly. And they might have like a line here or there, like help out, but they're not like... Yeah, I think I think they're going to be times where they help out. It's like, especially if so you're... So kind of like Thor 11 Thunder in the beginning. That, but, or even when um Black Widow joined an Iron Man 2, like, for instance, like, oh, we, you know, we have the same interest. I Like, especially for, like, because they plan to have Avengers movies in the future. I think they're going to have an Avengers in 2025 or 2026 mm-hmm. or something like that. Maybe. So, it, it would totally make sense for Rocket Raccoon's Guardians of the Galaxy to join, you know, for, for some big mission, like, for some big mission like that. Yeah. Completely makes sense. Again. They're never gonna have a full-on movie again. I don't think that you're ever gonna see Rocket Raccoon in the Guardians. I don't think I, I doubt it because with or maybe James Gunn make... going to DC, I don't 
if anyone picks up Guardians after that, I don't see it or, going as well. Or I mean, or or the safe option they could do Disney Plus shows. That that's the other option. Maybe they did a holiday special, which is where Cosmo came from. Well, yeah, I didn't watch the holiday special because because again, again, I I don't care about Guardians that much. But this movie, this movie made me want to go back and watch the movies because. I mean, because I remember watching those movies, but I felt rewarded watching this movie because you knew how these characters were and what they went through. Yeah. And would I say it's one of the better trilogies? Is I like it's not? I don't think it's better than the Captain America trilogy. I don't think it's better than the. I don't think it's better than Iron Man either. I don't. I don't think it's better than the the MCU Spider Man trilogies. I don't think it's better than the. Well, actually, maybe you can make a debate for. Um, I would the Dark Spider-Man. Knight trilogy. Maybe I would debate Spider Man. Which one? Are we? Oh, no, I'm saying the MCU trilogy, not the old trilogy. I would debate it. You debate it? I don't even put the old trilogy there because the old Spider-Man trilogy, because Spider-Man three was so ass. I am. Ne- I will never put at, put it in the debate as one of the best trilogy movies ever. Going back and rewatching it, I didn't hate it. Spider-Man three. I didn't. I didn't love it. Like I'd probably give it a seven. Man, I cause like that, that, I I enjoyed it enough. I I, I Spider-Man. I could not. I really could not like that, that. Him, him, like it. It was so bad. Literally, like douchebag. Uh, Spider Man is like a meme. Like with him, his dancing. Oh, the dancing. Yeah, it's 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 a literal meme that will never die. But you can make a meme out of anything. That's facts. But that one in particular, it lives rent free in my head. <laughs> lives rent. Facts. Right, no. so wait, wait, wait. Do we do we tackle anything else in this movie? Oh, we we tackled Rocket's past. Uh, we tackled how Rocket's uh, character development. The lack uh, of Groot was interesting. Granted, he doesn't talk much, which is fine. You said lack of? Yeah. I, I, feel I like thought they used him enough in this movie. I think they used him enough visually mm-hmm. and like action-wise, but I don't... I would say the other Guardians were probably used more than him. Mm. The, mm, I don't know. That's, a, oh, that's interesting. Because I, in the beginning, we really just had Groot get his head chopped off, and he was just legit a head with, uh, what do you call it, roots. But and I think he was his flying it, the plane, uh, mm, not plane, the flying the ship. Yeah. After that, we see him again, helping Quill get the the information. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like, but his, but you know what? Even though, okay, so maybe you're right, like, but I'll use another basketball reference. So. So okay, so for instance, if a if a player a player might not score the most points, but they can still have impact. So yes. for example, if oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Agreed. a player has like, let's say seven points, but they get twenty rebounds and twenty assists, they oh, have a work. huge impact. So Groot had huge impact yes. in the movie for me. Yes, I'm not I'm not taking that away from. So me. maybe that's like why. So maybe that's why I felt that they used him more than they did because he was in the most impactful scenes in the movie. Yes. And, okay, fair, and and fair. and what I love about this group because you literally because it's like you're seeing Groot grow up. Yeah. Even, even though I, <laughs> Vin Diesel annoys because it's like Vin Diesel has the easiest job in the world. I am Groot. That's it. Like I mean, he had three new words. He said, "I love you," or "I love you guys." Either way, he okay. he had max seven words. Vin Diesel, one of the most overrated actors in all of. Hollywood. But anyways, that's, 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 a, that's a whole it's a whole other topic. But <laughs> yes, you know, I'm hating on a grown man for, for getting paid to say three words. 
I'm hating. I got to think about that, actually. Vin Diesel is over. Besides Fast and Furious, what other movies can you say Vin Diesel? And even in Fast and Furious, all he's, he's Vin Diesel plays the same motherfucker in every movie. Almost well, every the same right. personality. Because he was in Triple X. Chronicles too, right? of Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick. Ass. Triple X. Huh? Triple X. Triple X. Yeah, yeah. Chrono, my fault. Yeah, Triple X. All ass, bro. Every movie he's been in has been either mediocre. The, yo, Vin Diesel has. I think Triple X was good. Nigga, I'd, I'd have to go back and rewatch Vin it. Diesel, I haven't seen that. Vin in years, Diesel though. has lived off of the freaking Fast X name. He basically has been like, when you think of Vin Diesel, right? Do you think of, okay? For example, I think of family. Okay, 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 okay. Of course, of course, we all think of family. So, <laughs> so okay. So when you think of Denzel Washington, right, or Samuel L. Jackson, you well, for I'll use Samuel L. Jackson. I think of Pulp Fiction. Yep. I think of Jackie Brown. Yep. I think of the Marvel movies that he's made. Yep. Who got all these snakes on a motherfucking? But I think of Split Glass. I you can think of so many other movies for Samuel L. Jackson, even Denzel Washington, Idris Elba. Can you say the same thing for Vin Diesel? When you say Vin Diesel, you say, oh, Fast and Furious. What else? What else? Nothing else. You you eat that. Oh, fine. I am Groot. Fine. You want to give him that? Fine. You cannot. Yo, Vin Diesel literally has been living off of the Fast and Furious name, and that's it. That is it. That is all he's really known for, bro. Everything else he's been in has not been that good. He is very overrated as an actor, bro. I hate the fact that I looked him up and legit first five movies fast and furious right fast and furious that's what he's known for so there's fast and furious 2001 fast x fast nine fast and furious which i think all fast and furious literally fast five triple x one movie the fate of the furious which is which i'm sure almost nobody's heard of (laughs) i'm sure almost nobody oh no that was the the eighth one but it's a fast and furious movie yes that's that's my point that There's is another triple X movie. There's Riddick, Bloodshot. The, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan, The Chronicles of Riddick, Pitch Black, The Pacifier. <sighs> mediocre movies. Most of them are mediocre. Iron Giant. Or Bat. Iron Giant. Wait, maybe he did some voice work on that. Okay. I'm done looking at this because I just saw Fast and Furious. My point. Fast and Furious 11. If there's any more coming out, I'm boycotting. They it. might make Fast and Furious 10. Uh, um, I'm not even trolling. Shut it up. sounds like I'm trolling, but that maybe they're going to make a uh, make it three a, parts. Shut the fuck I read somewhere that they might. So what's that. your rating for this movie? Oh, I mean, we rated it early. It's, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a nine out you of gave ten. It a nine. So I'm just trying to figure out things that we haven't talked about. Uh, oh, Gamora's character. See, every, they, they again, like I said, they, they concluded character arcs really well. Gamora's character got concluded. She finally was. She finally acknowledged Star Lord's feelings. Even, but, but, but she did emphasize she's not the same person. But she does. She finally did see where Star Lord was coming from. In that she, sense, she started to to turn towards him and it's like, I could understand why the other me did like him, but this just can't. This is not me. Yeah. I'm not that person. Yeah. So, and, 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 you know, again, you saw some growth of her, maybe not being as much of a douchebag, (laughs) but she's still like aggressive. Yeah. Uh, Groot. I mean, group, I mean, Groot is Groot. I mean, nothing crazy there he's basically the he's basically the support of the guardians of the galaxy pretty much this is what he is it's what he it's, you know nothing more nothing less uh nebula is doing her own thing mantis is doing her own thing you know mantis decided to venture out nebula's 
uh, I think Nebula is going to She's be a staying on nowhere. Yeah, with uh, Drax to help the civilization. Overall, like honestly, very good movie. Story writing, story. The story was good. The cinematography was good. The music was phenomenal. Oh, absolutely, like, absolutely. I again, my only complaint is the chemistry of those three characters together. That the on-screen chemistry. After that, like yeah, but they really weren't on enough where it bothered me. Because I because I think Star because Star Lord, Rocket Raccoon, uh, Gamora, 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 all I the other know. Guardians were so good. Like it was like the stories was like, and again, I love the fact that this story took a dark like a, a a dark turn, and you know, along with Rocket's, uh, Rocket's passage was really sad. And you know what 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 was really uh what I what I really liked is it sh- it showed uh. It showed more of a like an emotional side of Rocket yeah. because when it looked like Rocket was gonna die, and you know he saw his friends in the past, you just see him like fuck, like I like I wish that I saved you guys, like I wish like you know the reason why you guys are here it's because of me, and you know he finally gets that internal conflict like that that internal conflict within himself finally resolved so which makes sense into why he ends up being a leader of the guardian see, see. He, he was he was given closure by uh lola Lila. yeah yes he Lila. was given closure he was given closure, which which Bro. i which i which i really really like which then also makes sense into you know him being the leader yeah because i because i think that Rocket, in terms of everything he's been through, and in terms of how the story is written from Guardians One to Three and the growth, it makes because from Rocket kind of being like a douchebag that's not really that been running away from his past because that that's why Rocket and Star Lord get along so well because mm-hmm. they're very they're very um how do I put this uh they're similar not similar but uh, how do you say like uh like you reflect they're reflective of each other. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, okay, same okay. thing. They're reflective of each other because Rocket Raccoon was running from his past. Yep. He was running as far away from his past as he could, and he never confronted it. And it was because of the guilt, though. Yes, yes. It was. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Also because the high evolutionary is fucking crazy. That's what <laughs> that, that, that man, I'm, 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 he deserved everything he got. The high evolutionary deserved everything Bro. he got. Ripped his fucking face off. He deserved that shit. Absolutely. Rocket's cry, it made me feel the way I felt when we see Luffy lose Ace. Ooh, oh, yeah. And, and when yeah. Gohan, like, he he saw his dad sacrifice himself and so came back. Mm. That was, like, how I felt. I no, like, no, I, I agreed. Agreed. There was, when he was, when, um... Oh my god! I, we, we can't. We can't. How can we talk? How can we go through this episode without talking about this? Um, this scene where he puts his uh, where the dude puts the animals in the the thing to, to tubes. Oh yeah, the tubes. And I think they like explode or whatever. Like, oh yeah, because he's like, oh, you can incinerate them. Like, yeah, they're, you they're can useless. incinerate. I was like, yo, 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 yo. I think that's the part where you're like, yo, this dude is a fucking. Rick, like, I, like he needs to die. When he like, was going after Adam Warlock, I was like, 
Yeah, he's a dick. But yeah, I mean, but then you go into the past. He's Adam, just like Adam deserves that. But now we're seeing Rocket like just being. Yeah, he basically. Yeah, and yeah. then and then after that, when he kills his friend, yo, when he Bro. kills his friend, the way he killed Lila, like I tasted a sense of a taste of freedom, and he's he's like, I knew you go try to escape, and then he kills all. He kills the walrus. He kills the bunny rabbit. I, would, I don't actually. I don't think he killed them. If I remember correctly, it was the. The like his backup, yeah, that were shooting and they were trying to shoot. Oh Rocket, yeah, that's right, that's missed. right, that's right. But still, that, that I mean, he's hurts. responsible. That hurt. He's, he's still Yo, responsible. That that cry. <sighs> yeah, and then he clawing his face off. But you know, claw, Rocket gets the redemption arc in terms of saving you know the other animals, mm-hmm. you know the little raccoons, and then him and his and it was. He almost didn't save all of them either. Yeah, he was yeah. just gonna save the raccoons, and he was like, "Nah, I gotta save all of them." Yeah, but you know this, but this movie really showed that, you know, it's if I were to put a theme for this movie, it's I got my boys back. So just as Star Lord had Rocket's back and tried to save him, Rocket had their back and when it came to saving everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I honestly, this movie is a nine out of ten for me. Uh, Adam, again, Adam Warlock's characterization was iffy to me. That was really the only real issue I had with this movie. But it concluded everything very, very well. Yeah. Everything was concluded very well. You got a new Guardians, and you know everything made sense in terms of the progression of the story into yes. where they were. Uh, Nebula's development, Drax's development, where he's taken on a new role as not just a destroyer, but he's actually trying to enhance... He's finally going to take on that father role mm-hmm. in, you know, helping build that civilization and helping the children. Mantis doing her own thing with the two beasts, which I thought was pretty funny. Those two beasts that were, they're yeah. not even like deadly. They're just scared. Like they just look crazy. They, yep. they, like, they just eat batteries. I was like, that's, you know, that's probably going to be a Disney Plus show. Most likely. I, I could feel that in my bones. I know the annoyance that you feel. I, I could feel that annoyance. I, I, I could feel it from here, Sasha. But you felt that in your bones. I, I felt that. I felt that your your annoyance hockey was off the chain. Like <laughs> I nearly got overwhelmed. <laughs> you weren't prepared. Yeah, I was not. Uh, nah, I was not prepared, bro. Oh, yo, you that that annoyance hockey was enough. You remember when um Luffy knocked out like five thousand men at a uh, Fishman Island? Like you said, like a whole bunch of things. Yeah, I felt that. I was like, oh shit. I keep myself away. I, I was thinking Shanks walking on white beard shit, but I guess I'm not, I'm not at that level. <laughs> no, not I'll, not. I'll I'll take I'll take Luffy knocking out the fifty thousand. That, that's still a compliment. That's still a compliment. Shanks the Shanks knocking out niggas just going. To, that's that's wild. Marco said, "Yo, if you're weak, <laughs> get the fuck off." Said, shit. "What are you talking about, <laughs> bro?" Oh, nah, that's, this, this is a definitely a nine out of ten for me. Definitely, definitely with the hands down. Uh, de- to me, be- definitely best Guardians movie, and one of the better. I'd say one one of the best movies out since Endgame, easily, easily. If you want to put it up there with Black Panther, uh, what 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 would I say? Phenomenal movie since Endgame came out. I'd say Black Panther, um, Spider the Spider Man movie. I think Shang Chi, but. I think Shang-Chi was if, all right. If it wasn't for the CGI fight, Shang-Chi would definitely be like... Oh, he'd definitely be up, up there. Up number there. one after. I think I gave Shang-Chi like an eight or something so. like that. Seven or eight. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds about right. Maybe seven I think that was eight. pretty much our like 
group vote. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the CGI fight. But yeah, no. It it has to be up there. It it might be top three, if not number one, right after Endgame. Yeah, def oh definitely. The Guardians is definitely up there in terms of uh in ter- well, since Endgame. I yeah. think one, since Endgame. top two be- better movies, which I was not expecting nope. at all. Nope. So yeah, that's that's uh that's the review for for Guardians. But I'm actually very like it's very it's, it feels good to watch good movies to watch good shit. It does. It does. You know, not 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 watch something that's ass and then. Well, I mean, it's it's good content. You know, I get to trash on a on a on a movie that's just ass, but you know, for the, it's for a the, waste. Speaking of good things though, there's this man. There's a lot of good anime out right now, man. Like, I, yo, I don't care what people say about Demon Slayer. That anime is fire. It is fire. That shit is fire. Even though this is, oh, it's a simple story. I'm like, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Shit, that shit is entertaining as fuck. Bro, the visuals are beautiful. Yes, they are. I still need your Crunchyroll account, by the way. Oh, that's fuck. I'm sorry. my Bro, take your time. No, I got you. It's just my my busy dude. Sir, take your time. It's okay. Honestly, I'm fine with waiting until it's all over. Oh, you are a binge watcher. I'm not. I usually watch things like weekly, but... For demons, because I already know what happens because I read it all. Oh, you read it all. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm all set with Demon Slayer. Like I know what happens at the end and how it gets there. Oh, okay. So okay. I already know what happens as arc. Now for me, it's just seeing it, seeing it visually. Mm. But for me, again, I can wait. I'm fine. You know, I think I should have went on one of these episodes, bro. Especially yeah. for the next one, because that'd be w- yeah. Wentz is a smart motherfucker. He's smooth too. Like he, he is, he a smooth nigga. He, he a smooth nigga. I agree. I, I try, I try to be like Wentz. Like the, the way, the way I saw him get a chick's number once, I was like, yo, that's fucking smooth, bro. Like that. So that. Don't, don't put him out there. No, I'm putting him. No, no, I'm putting him out there. I'm don't, just like, don't, don't do that to him. No, no, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. But he a smooth guy. He a very, very smooth guy. I'm, I'm trying to be like Wentz. I'm trying to be like Wentz one day. Got a lot of work to do. I do. I got to grow hair first. You gotta stop being a coon too, but oh, well, you know that's. <laughs> I guess we can't have it all, huh? We we we, we cannot have it all. <laughs> you think if you grow hair, you'll stop being a coon? No, probably honestly. It'll if probably I make you if I had hair, I'd be I'd act a fool. I I, I yeah I would force it. Yes, you would. I would yeah. fucking force it. Like I would play. Uh, oh my! You know what I've always wanted to do. I've wanted. I've always wanted to play the um, "Oh, Let's Do It" remix while I had money. <laughs> I played Diddy's part. <laughs> I've always wanted. Yo, because when I play that part, I I really feel like I got money. Like I really feel like I got it like that. I do. Like I, that. Yo, that "Oh, Let's Do It" remix. Man, I used to play that every Thursday. Bro. This man said, "All I touch is J Lo's." <laughs> Okay. All I touch is J Lo. I was like, ooh, okay, 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 okay. Nah, I'm not mad at that. Shoot, I, one day, bro. One day, when when I when I reach that income, bro, I'm gonna play that song. We'll play that song while I'm throwing coupons. Well, I need to go to the strip club and throw some coupons. And you know what? Thank you guys for listening. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, subscribe, rate, listen. Uh, not well, obviously listen, but comment. Let us know what you guys think what you guys would like to hear in the future. Um, If you know any females that, you know, have opinions on animes or movie 
or anything like that we're gonna guest. be talking about because yeah. I post I post the I post the topics on the story all the time. So if it's something that you're interested in, please hit me up on Instagram. It's official dorks and stuff podcast. That is literally the Instagram. Too bad you can message me. You can message Sasha. So all right. Uh, we will be looking forward to hearing from y'all in the next episode. And I guess we do not approve of throwing coupons at strippers and strip clubs. And club. peace out. All right. Oh